Hey, how's it going, everyone? Oh, shit. That's right. I have that turned all the way the fuck down. Is that loud? Oh, my God. That's the, that's the game. Woo. Uh, that was a fuck up. There we go. That's what I wanted to do. Holy shit. All right. Ah. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. There exactly. Is. I didn't even know I was supposed to be on today. Nobody gave me a message. Nobody, like, sent me an email. You're on from all now on. Like, you're part all of the I know show. Is I, all I know is I was naked on the toilet, and then Dead Man's like, oh, here's StreamYard. I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot. I'm officially part of this now. <laughs> yep. I got to be here weekly. Shit. <laughs> no. You ever have one of those moments where you have something, like, important to do at a certain time that you know you have to do, but the game you're playing just won't fucking end? Yes, done that, uh, yeah. Dude, okay, so nine times out of ten, I am, like, mm, top 20 in Fortnite. Like, I get top 20, boom. The, the one fucking time I get first place. The one time. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to be on VTN, but I'm, like, in second, and I don't want to quit because I have so many fucking challenges. Welcome, Danny. We have some previews from uh, from Dark Charm Media. We're going to get into that, yeah. I know. I'm so excited. My body is ready. Ah, speaking of which, I will Danny, have... Danny, if you're, if you're listening, can you, can you send those videos to me on Discord so I can have them downloaded instead of having to look up my Facebook and all that? Yeah, because we're fucking nerds and only use Discord. <laughs> I mean... I mean... I mean, look, how else am I going to talk to my Discord kitten? How else am I gonna do that? Can't do it through. Can't do it through text. Might Ew. Be some, yeah. Ew. Might be some fat dude named John. Ew. Was cutting Ew. onions with eyes blowing with nose snotting. It could still smell Michigan in the house. Mike fucking Smith. Welcome to the show. I love you. Oh man. I detest you, Mike. But <laughs> you know. Dead man speaks highly of you, so I can't exactly. We love Mike. We love Mike. Mike. Mike you comes in Mike. here. He he you roasts us. Mike. We roast him. Whatever. And then DJ is joining us. Welcome, brother. Hello, everyone. DJ, how are you feeling, buddy? Tired, but in a good way. More more satisfied way. Yeah. How, I... What's going on? Oh. I, I uh, this week I got I got commissioned to actually cook Thanksgiving dinner for ten people. Oh shit! You wow. got the you got the high power. Damn. It was actually uh, it was actually like out of the blue. Like I said, like because uh, yeah, like my like my boss like it was like saying he's like oh man I had no time to cook and I was like yeah I can do it I'll cook you and it was like and he was like oh like you know but like I have like you know family over not like not my brother. You know, like yeah, you make sure to emphasize that shit. Not my brother. Like, hey, family was like, yeah. You, like, you already had the, you already had the fucking. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I was, yeah, I, 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 I didn't do that. But I raised my eyebrows, like, really? And I was like, now my brother's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he gets uh, the turkey ass. I don't have to. Hurt yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like. uh uh, and uh, and uh, he was like, it was like, like ten people. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could do it. And it's like, yeah, I was like, you know, of course I'll pay you. It was like, yeah, I could do it. I do. I said, like, yeah, I could fucking do it. And like, no, I'll even cook you like a sampler. And uh, and he was like, okay. So yeah, like like uh, like Monday. 
I uh like Monday morning I actually cooked them that uh that uh that uh what's that 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 you no know, that, that soy that soy sauce uh chicken and rice recipe you showed me dead man yeah 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 and I, I cooked him that and uh he was like oh dude this is like so good I was like yeah like my brother taught me that and I was like oh yeah so yeah like you know can, can you do it I was like yeah, I'll pay you like you know like you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you like nine hundred dollars you know to do this I was like well, fuck yeah I'll do it you know? you know like plus expenses right you know like there's a lot of food and it's like yeah yeah I'll, I'll pay for all the food just make sure like you know, make it this good and I was like yeah fuck yeah and uh. Yeah, no, like, so basically since Mon- like Monday evening to, like, Thursday, I've been pretty much cooking nonstop, you know, because nice. a lot of food, you know, for 10 people, but, you know, it was, it was a good time, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was well worth it, too, you know, for that kind of money, especially considering the eye surgery, I fucking needed it. Um, yeah. The, so, uh, I mean, would you have done it pro bono, even if he said he wasn't going to pay you? If it was just uh, his own family, because they're, oh. they're really actually cool people, especially his wife. His wife is, like, freaking awesome. She, she's a nerd like us, so it's like, yeah, like, you know, wife and his uh, two daughters. Yeah, like, yeah, I would have cooked. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, like, they fucking do it. Like, he had other people, so it's like, yeah, okay, I don't know them. Okay. Fuck, you know, they can fuck off. <laughs> well, not anymore, because they are actually turned out to be cool people. And like everyone was like praised, like dude, how you get like dude, like this is like really good. I never heard these re- these recipes, you know, like, like before and, and shit like that. Because like I made like three types of turkeys, you know, like you know one one oven, one fried, and one uh, smoked, and like and, and, like and, like a bunch of shit. Like how you get these recipes? And I, and I said like no, like and I, I said like no joke. Uh, Dead man taught me. Yeah, yeah. Dead man showed me how to cook, like you know, straight up, like gourmet, like chef shit. And I was, he was like, what really? I was like, yeah. Like you know, you think I'm good? You should try. Like you should try some of his. Like if you like, you know, if you're coming up past, you go up there. Like you should try some of his fucking shit. Like, like I, I pride myself on my cooking, but yeah, Dead Man taught me everything I know about cooking. And damn, like Dead Man, like, Dead Man cooks like like really cooks. Oh shit, I hate to admit yeah, it. I get that on that. Yeah, yeah. Even, I hate to admit, but sometimes even I'm like, fuck, I know I can get this. You know, bitch. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's 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 um. It's it's funny because like <laughs> when it when I when I taught him how to cook like I literally had like this full operational kitchen and had like tons and tons of spices and stuff and it was uh like he was there and I was just bored and I was just like all right get in the kitchen I'm gonna show you some shit and he was like what and I was like I got out some chicken and I got out soy sauce I got ginger garlic I had all these spices and I started cooking it down and DJ was like dude you're you're gonna burn it and i'm like shut your whore mouth <laughs> and fucking brought it all back with rice jasmine jasmine mint stuff and then uh some soy sauce on the side some sweet soy sauce and uh and some uh white white fucking rice vinegar and he was just like mm. and i was like that's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was resistant at first. Like he's like, I'm gonna show you how to cook. I'm like, why? It's like, dude, look how big I am. Look, 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 look how old we are. You know, our diet consists of burgers and hot pockets. What do we need to fucking learn how to cook for? All we need is a fucking microwave. Like, <laughs> you know, that's our cooking utensil. But he was like, dude, yep. like, no, 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 you need to learn how to cook. You know, get you know, get, get your fat ass in here. And. uh <laughs> And yeah, I was no, bored. So, yeah, and like I was like, okay, whatever. It's like if we could just get at a restaurant, you know, like pay you know any money because like with us being like super young, we didn't realize entirely how much value money is. So we was like, yo, just buy right, like buy whatever. And like he told me, it's like, dude, 
when I'm done with you, you're going to be cooking better than most restaurants. I fucking guarantee it. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. So I went along with it. And I think I think it lasted like six, seven months to get everything. Yeah, from and, when, I, when I was teaching in my apartment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to learn everything. But he was right, dude. Like, yeah, like after I was done, I was like, I, uh, <clears throat> I can only, I, 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 I can only eat cheap shit. I can only eat cheap shit on the go or something. I can't, I can't like sit down like this is my dinner. It's like, it's like I have to go somewhere. It's like okay, this is like my to go lunch or something. <laughs> but if I, if I sit yeah. down like a time, like I gotta cook something. Like, no, I, I can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Mike Smith wants to know what you made, but I think you covered that. Some turkey on all the fixings. Uh, Danny's letting me know about drives and stuff. Okay, I'll get it from the drive, Danny. Yeah, and I uh, did that, and I've been playing. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of a game called uh, Axiom Verge. No. I've heard about it. Haven't really put much time into it. Yeah, it, it, it's an indie game. Uh, like okay, like straight up, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna f- fucking lie. Like I had to take a break from it because I'm fucking lost. Like, dude, this indie game should get more praise and more fucking. Uh, and, and and more awareness like like this game is pretty much like contra meets metroid oh yeah in a sense it's 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 surprisingly good i mean i got it on steam you know just recently it's on sale for steam now for like eight bucks and uh you know, black I mean, friday like, deals dude like no, like no joke although i'm thinking about like like there's only like two gripes i have with it but they're more like personal nitpicks like number one all the pausing you have to do it for the map and like change what, but then, like, but mm. that's that's part of the genre. But I just hate that. Got him, Danny. Thank you. And uh, number two is um, it took me so long to discover this, you know, to discover this uh, game. There's actually a sequel out now. I mean, I'm not gonna get it until I finish the first one. But I'm thinking about getting the Wii U version because the uh, the gamepad, the touchscreen, supposed to have like the map and like all the weapons like right there. So you, you don't have to pause the game. Just 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 press the button and uh, you know, and, and you're ready to go or whatever. But, that was always uh, my problem with uh, Metroidvania games, is if yeah. you wanted to view the map, you had to pause it, look where you're at, unpause it, go there, pause it. It's so it's like, dude, yeah, yeah just give me, give me, yeah. give me one little area. Yeah, that's why that's why probably get like the, the Wii U version because it has the gamepad and like the maps like always there and like and everything's like on the gamepad. But uh, I'm mean, like, 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 no joke. Like, if, like, if you're this, if you like, you know, kind of like, you know, Metroid, you know, style games, like, you know, like Contra, shit like that, or just like, like disappointing indie games, like, you know, give this a world. You will not be disappointed. Uh, and like, no joke, like, like straight up with this type of game, I haven't had this much fun since Super Metroid. Oh, like, like if I if, if I had to choose between the two, Super Metroid is a bit better like in my, my my thing like it's a bit higher but only just it's like axiom verse is like right up there it's really good Ooh. game all right well we're gonna get into that let's start the fucking show All right, and we here we go. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, DJ and Gibby. And today's sponsor, today's episode is brought to you by Musta Crackish Brand Summonings. That's right, ten percent off Musta 
crackish. I had nothing to do with this one. Full, like, you know, like, I, and I this was all brought to you by DJ. No, no, screw that. No, see, I'll, I'll take I'll take credit for the Auschwitz Express, but I will not take credit for this. That's right, Moose to Crackish. Find it everywhere. God. Brought to you solely by DJ. Imported with no, his name and signature. No. Seal no. of approval. I, I'm sorry. I, I still can't get over that episode. It's like, dude, for real. You know, like, why are you all just standing there letting this happen? Fucking, like, fucking uh, Metalpocalypse, man. Jeez. <laughs> Trolls aren't real. Then how do you explain all the dead unicorns? <laughs> Wait, there are dead unicorns? <laughs> Anyways, what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been playing, DJ? I know we got a little bit of in the pre-show, but let's go back to it. What, what have you been playing this week? I mean, oh, like I said, like cooking in like the Axiom Verge. Like I said, I, I had to stop because like, I got lost. So, you know, when I get more time, I'm, I'm trying to get back into that. But yeah, no, like like I said, check out Axiom Verge if you can. Um, that's pretty much it. Most of my week was just like I said, it was basically cooking, 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 cooking. Right. I think and, that was uh, a lot of people's week. I think that's what consisted was just cooking, spending time with family, just doing that whole Thanksgiving holiday sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he muted himself. I know, right? <laughs> he was he was going to say something real mean, but he's like, I better mute myself. Like, see, I say it. But they won't hear it. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, so the it's like, audio, a, it's the, like that I'm, TBS sensor. You can see what they're saying, but you have, but they like use a different word, like when they go to use oh. "fuck," but it turns into like to "frick." You're like, so I see what they're saying. Why do you do that? Can Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. All right. What about you, Gibby? What have you been up to? Well, uh, considering Black Friday was on Friday, no shit. I bought Resident Evil the. Raccoon City Pack, which has two, the DLC and three. Kind of get myself in the horror uh, horror game mood for the Callista Protocol coming out on Friday. Oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot it came out Friday, so I'm super stoked for that. Read a new series recommended by Scorn called The Goddamned. Real disappointed in that. Oh. That was Yeah, that was the one I was telling you about. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. The first book, it, it, again, this is just a religious telling of a you know comic book, basically showed what it was like before the flood, why the flood happened. You're like, okay, I can see all this dark and evil shit happening. Like I said, it was like a great, great appetizer, and you're just ready for the entree. And the entree is just unseasoned chicken with some asparagus. That's all they handed you. It's like, Aww. here you go. Here's, here's the main course. You're like, this is shit. This is awful. Ooh. Why would you give me this after giving me such good stuff? Right. And apparently they have no plans on restarting it. And I'm like, good. After that second book, you guys fucking don't deserve a third one. <laughs> you don't deserve to write a third book after giving me such shit for a second one. For real, You deserve I, to I, write your own damn series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't you touch that. If you're just going to give me more like the second book, don't you go do something else. I don't care what it is. Write children's books from here on out. What the hell? Dad, Dad man, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this has gone horribly wrong. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. Well, yeah, so Resident Evil 2, I forgot how, like, 
creepy it is in the middle of the night, headphones on and just immersing yourself into a horror game. Totally forgot that feeling. Yeah, we don't, yeah not many horror games are like that these days. It's a shame mm-hmm. too, but... Most of them rely too much on jump scares. It's no longer like ambiance and, you know, just the visual, the visuals. It's all, who can play? You scared? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true, too. And the problem with jump scares, like, you know, once you know it's coming, it's like it, it loses all effect. That's why I, I hate that. Like, this is one of the reasons why it's the Silent Hill series is like literally one of my favorite franchises because it doesn't rely on one jump scare. No, it's it all, just gave you the ick. Yeah, just all ambience. It's all atmosphere. I fucking love it. And that's why I'm excited for the two remake, like taking two, because two just made you feel like, ah, uh, let's get, come on, come on, let's go, let, let's move this along. And then you Ooh. just get that with a fucking pretty face of makeup. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. Although I heard they're going to split it in two. Oh, really? Episodic. Like, no, like I don't know. Huh? I hope not. You boys have any recommendations for our horror game on PS3? Um, yeah, Dead Space. Uh, yeah, uh, Dead Space. Yeah, I mean that's about it. If you could get your hands on it, maybe Silent Hill Downpour. I mean, I, I guess, but try to get it super cheap. It's not as strong as the earlier entries. Oh, The Last of Us. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I, I guess that could be considered uh, a horror. That's what this list is. Fear. Well, fear is also a really oh, good one. Fear. Yeah, that was a good one. The first one. Once you get into two and three, it's like it loses its loses its punch. The Evil Within and last one, Alien Isolation. Oh, the Evil Within. I forgot about that. Give oh, me near yeah. the ick. Yeah, that entire game. Oh, that was a game where that was ambiance because it just. Felt, you felt so enclosed that entire thing. You didn't have a lot of room to you know work around. You had minimal ammo. That brought back the survival horror genre. Really? During its time, it came. It was like, you know what? We don't have a lot of competition. We're here. Shut up. Yeah. I always hated, I always hated like you know you were running out of matches like 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 all the time. Oh oh yes. You know it was like God. Dang, you know, something like that one you miss. Oh, I'm the, I'm the one who comes back, mother bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Outlast. You had Outlast you could work with. Outlast, yeah, did Outlast came out for the PS3? Uh, I think so. I'm oh, not sure. Know. It's been know. a minute since I've had a PS3, so I, yeah, I'm i going off, like, core memory here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think as well. I'm not quite sure it came out for the PS3 and 360. Uh, it it might have. I don't know. That game wasn't really bad, but after a while, when you continuously lose batteries and then die because you can't see, it just lost its oomph to me. It lost its yeah, scare factor. I was going to suggest Code Veronica X, but I think that was a 360 in that generation exclusive. Outlast um, PS. I'm going to see if that is. But yeah, no, uh, Dead Space, Dead Space Fear. Uh, the Last of Us, Alien Isolation. I mean, if you if you want to shit yourself, fucking Alien Isolation. All right, oh. just just playing it goddamn simple. Like like Alien Isolation is one of the scariest fucking things I've ever experienced, and I'm a big tough guy. But fuck yeah. all of that. Like like oh god, I, I have offered. I've I've offered you know for for Patreon perks. You know if we meet a certain point, I will play Alien Isolation live. 
Uh, so I, I've offered it, but you know we've we've never hit the goals. So I've never had Alien to do Isolation it. is one of those games where you gotta you gotta wear your brown pants while you're playing that, or yeah. play by yourself because you're gonna scream like a little bitch and push through it. It's one of those games where if you stop, you you might not get going again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You could uh you could play about a solid two hours, and you're like, I'm gonna set it down. Totally forget the game exists. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And like I don't, I, I, I always said, dude, they, they, they could have cut out the last third of, or at least third, or maybe like the last fourth of that damn game. Um, yeah. You know, because like it was like, oh, really, really, come on now, now you're just padding this. Um, we gotta, I mean, with a story that is already so carved out, i.e., the movies and shit, mm -hmm. you gotta find some way to make it your own. Yeah. If it if it was its own IP and it had its own story that it could work with, totally would understand that. But again, you have a whole franchise that you have to base this off of. Mm -hmm. Great gameplay, but you only got so much story to work with where alien alien fanboys won't want to burn down your company. No, and you know, I'm an aliens fanboy. And they, I, I believe they did it just perfectly. Like I just returned, I just finished uh, Alien uh, Rebellion. I think it is. You remember the, the big thick comic book that they did, DJ, a few years ago? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I do remember hearing about that. Not good. Not good at all. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. It rewrote I mean, yeah, so much of the fucking lore. Like, for instance, now now Xenos attack bots. What? Oh, dude, I'm still not over the red xenomorphs from like from the from the mid '90s. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the snake ones and everything? <laughs> I think yeah, uh, yeah, I think there were snake snake types in there as well. Like there was the snake ones, there was the ice ones, there was the exploding ones. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the snake ones. Uh, like like so, like like, so, like yeah, like the problem with the alien comics, like a lot of times, for people don't know, like there are a lot of hit or miss. A lot of time they're miss, but when they hit, there's actually some very interesting uh, ideas. Like, for example, like chestbusters cannot fully develop if the host has leprosy. Like, and that makes sense because if the host is not, you know, biologically, you know, up to the task, then no. And like, it has like a whole colony of lepers who all had chestbusters in them, but because they had leprosy, you know, and their bodies decaying and all that stuff, the chestbusters are just kind of like just stagnate in them. And the aliens don't attack them because the aliens don't attack those who already are in, in, are implanted. So it's like, he's like one, like one guy who, who has one of the chestbusters, but he had leprosy. He just, he just smokes a cigar in front of the aliens and he blows smoke in his, in his face for like an hour, for, like for an hour straight. Just, <sighs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. And it, it hisses, but it can't attack him because it has a young in him. It's like, <laughs> Y'all can try. You, you can know, try right? your damnedest here, but ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, right. And you see, you see, you see, the xenomorph gets pissed off, but it can't. So it's like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Imagine uh. the size of the balls on that guy too. Oh, Just dude. like I'm staring one of these fuckers right in the face, and I am not gonna die. Ha <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much, dude. Like I love that guy. I forget his name, but I love that character. He's he's fucking great. I always love when they make uh, a big, big bad, big baddie, and then have just one guy who cannot be afflicted by him, and he's just the cockiest son of a bitch to ever exist. Just like you can try and kill me, 
please do your damnedest. I offer it to you. You have the floor. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. Outlast was not on PS3. Oh. I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong on that when I fact-checked myself. I mean, I would still play Outlast if you want, like, the hide-and-seek simulator. But that's about as much as that game is. Yeah, I am a little curious about the uh, the third one. Although, I, I hope they focus a lot more on the actual company. I mean... I get why I get why Atlas Two it, Two is a sequel, but it's more background. Like you really have to like look for the information of why this connects to the first yeah. the first two games, and that can work. But at the same time, it's like kind of a, a deterrent for me because it's like one of those like how does this connect oh let me bury in there and see if I could find the connection. It's just one of those. God damn it. It does the Dark Souls lore sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, like yeah, like I said, I, mean, I play like a Dark Souls game like once in a blue moon, but like you know, like people like Dead Man, I understand why. Like I said, like the, the key, like, the secret to getting past Souls like games is actually don't focus on the difficulty, focus on like the story and the characters and all like that. And the Souls games, it's just hard. Like the story's there. It's just that you kind of got to find them. I yeah, you got it. You got to just like have a notepad out and it's like, okay, this character, da 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 da. This piece, da 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 da. This son of a bitch. All right, scratch this out. Start right back over. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, I just killed like this big bed at three, like one billion transformations. Oh, look, the book that actually explains how this happened and how he, how he came. I'm like, would be freaking great to know about this beforehand. <laughs> Right, like, oh, his weakness is a spot under his armpit, and you're like, I died 28 times. Why Why am I just figuring out? I didn't even hit his armpit. Uh-oh, dead man has he's having a connection issues, I'm guessing. Oh, no. Well, hi, welcome to the DJ and Gibby show, where we bitch about lore of shit. That's right. You just, you just got an upgrade. <laughs> Well, that's like uh, that's like George R. R. Martin said. He's like, "Oh yeah, I worked on the game. Did you know anything about the story? Fuck no, not a thing. No idea what's happening. I just wrote for it." Freaking George R. Man, he, like, he he's such a trip. Although I don't I don't think he's going to finish the the Game of Thrones series before he dies. I don't think it's it's going to be like berserk, basically. Ah, uh, yep. I that's exactly where I was going to go with it. Yeah, like he's well, too big. Was... He's you know he's he's old. Like I think he's like what he's in like his seventies. He's got to be pushing that age around there. Yeah, because he because he was in fighting age during Vietnam, so he's got to be like in his seventies by now. Oh yeah, and he's I mean he's even got the Santa Claus look going too. You know, and uh, Martin man, God dang, I love you, but finish the freaking story. Like I see, I need I need the books after that. You know that, that abysmal last two seasons of freaking uh, Game of Thrones. Like don't get like don't get me wrong. Like the other ones are bad, but okay. I need those books. Ah, yeah, he's back. Do everything just bugged the fuck out. Literally, my whole my whole software was just like, hey, fuck you. Anyways, check it well, out. it's a good thing. Games? It's a good. It's a good thing. Me and DJ were bitching about lore then. You know right. Although wait, there is one story I managed to come across. I do want to talk about though, and this is we're in the game section of the channel, and that. Dude, you guys heard about the Pokemon controversy that happened recently? Which one? 
they released like, the game so buggy that it should not have even been released. Yeah. Dude, not only was so buggy it was broken, dude, Nintendo is offering refunds for Scarlet oh, and Milo. Nintendo never <laughs> offer refunds. <laughs> But How do you see what happens when you release a shit game? Yeah. Ah! They never <laughs> release refunds. But these ah! games were so bad that Get Nintendo fucked. actually broke one of their own golden rules and are, to this point, as far as to my knowledge, are offering refunds. There's actually a ton of YouTube videos right now talking about it, and I think some of them actually explain exactly how to do it. Actually, I think one actually did, like, on the video, getting their refund for their money back. It's like... Damn, and I see the footage of Scarlet and Violet. It's bad. Like, yeah, it, it, it gets it as low as pretty. two frames per second. Oh, fa. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen a bunch of videos of people like falling out of the map and everything. I'm like, oh, dude, how? Like, this is this is a prime example of you relied too much on a game where people where it gets released and people have no problem buying. Wow. It. Released or first search? How do I refund Scarlet and Violet? Oh, dude, first yeah, search. Dude, like and dude, and, and like I said, dude. And the thing is, like people are being Game Freak. Like, dude, yeah. And like the thing is, I kind of saw this coming because Game Freak right now is what Vice was kind of back in the day. How Vice was like they were like constantly pumping out games. Dude, within this like within the span of virtually a year, they released Pokemon Brilliant, uh, Brilliant Diamond, and Shiny Pearl. I think around uh, November, October, November of last year. And then, like, I think either January or February of this year, like, like, like a few months, like a few months, they released Arceus. And not just like a few days ago, they released uh, Scarlet and Violet. And these are big games. These are not small games, Ar especially Arceus and uh, Scarlet and Violet. And I'm like, dude, look, when I was learning how to program video games, dude, this is not an overnight process. How the no. hell are you going to pull this off? And when, when, when the reports first came in, I was like, I'm not surprised. And when it got so bad and Nintendo's getting refunds, I'm like, oh, crap. This yeah. is a disaster. Like any other company offering refunds, you're like, okay, you know what? I, 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 I can understand that. I can get that. But Nintendo bowing the knee and being like yeah here's here's your money back like kind of like just hiding their face and their hat like yeah we we uh oh, we probably should have they don't care it, well well no, obviously we, they care enough if people yeah, are shitting on it so bad they that they're offering a refund yeah in this case they do care they don't offer refunds that's the thing so in this case yeah they do care it was that bad. Like, it, I mean, I, got, I, I think it got to the point where, like I said, it's like some some governments are like, no, you fuck, fix your shit, or you're, you know, you ain't selling here. You know, uh. <laughs> well, there was a there there was one TikToker who put, uh, you released a game so bad it should not have been put on the shelves, and the response was, well, the you know the shareholders wanted to know if they could get a view of the game, and it's like, tell your shareholders to fucking shove it. Jesus, fine. Well, I, I mean, I can't, I can't deny it. Tell the shareholders to shove it, man. Because in the end, yeah, the shareholders are going to give you money. But if you release a shit product, the internet and the entire world will hate you. And I promise you, that's ten times worse than the shareholders fucking hating you. So it says here that yeah, apparently the bugs and everything else, including removal of shiny sounds and a whole bunch of other things with the titles. And apparently loading screens and all sorts of crazy shit. 
they've officially and it's not through nintendo from what this is saying this is not through nintendo but the the main company so i don't know how much validity this holds oh i mean still God. if they're offering refunds yeah. main dude. company or not it's still a nintendo game yeah and, yeah. Dude, and dude no they actually give the, the data like dude go to digital foundry sometime and watch it dude they really give you a step-by-step of like this is bad they're the ones who discovered like the two frames per second thing uh and it's all on the video it's literally on the video it's like it's all documented on the video and all that shit dude no like goddamn it's it's bad like i was like dude like the thing is 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 that yeah like i don't know if it's i don't know if it's like on the exact same level as Fallout 76 bad, mm-hmm. but it's, but... 2077, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say 2077 easily. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, like, more, like, yeah, just a little higher than that from, like, around 2077, but, yeah, like, yeah, goddamn. Like, well, let's see, I, uh, I watched, uh, Uma, which is this, uh, Sam Raimi, uh, Sandra O production on Netflix, wasn't that good. I watched, um, The New Monsters, by Rob Zombie. I forget. I, I watched that too. I've... I I liked it. I liked. I I, I, I miss the voice from Herman, but I get it. I get it. I understand. I understand that this was a much younger Herman, so they're gonna go with a squeaky voiced kind of dude, and I understand. I I, I I wear the the pants in the family. I I loved it. It was goofy, mind you. I've never seen an episode of the original Monsters, so I have no idea what to go off of. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the campiness. I liked the goofiness. I liked how it was played. And of course, you know, we got Rob Zombie's wife in there, so that's... Don't you simp for her. I will! Fuck you! I already got Grave Robber simping for her. I don't need you simping for her, too. All right? I've been simping for her since House of a Thousand Corpses. You can bite my whole ass. <laughs> but trying anyways. to come at me saying I can't simp for Sakai. Don't simp. Oh, okay, when you stop simping for femboys, then I'll stop simping for Sharon Moon. I don't okay? simp for femboys. I just want to fuck them. That's, that's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I do not support everything femboys are in ever. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, started watching Wednesday. How was oh, that? Oh, yeah, that just re- released. I need to watch that. DJ, you need to get that mic really cool. I got you to 200% on your game, bro. Like, you need to turn your volume the fuck up. It sounds like you're outside yelling in through an open window. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Who's up still in the, DJ here. Still in the video? <laughs> <laughs> I still have the podcast, I promise. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. There's some aspects of it I don't like. There, there's some there's some aspects of it I'm, I'm having trouble with, and uh, uh, it, it's it's nitpicky shit. But at the same time, for me, it's part of like what makes Adam's family the Adam's family. You know what I mean? Like uh, in in this series, Wednesday's a rebellious little shit who doesn't like her mom and dad. Like oh. she wants to be her own thing, and I'm like, that's not yeah, that's that's not, not the Adam's family. That's not Wednesday. Oh my god. No, no it sounds more like Tuesday. Boo. <laughs> no, honestly, no. Honestly, it's the Adams family. I would not be surprised if there was a cousin Tuesday, so. Uh, 
Thank, thank you for backing up that offer, DJ. I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> there is, and she's normal. Remember? Yeah, I know. Like, dude, like, dude, like she was like Harley Mitchell. I, th- I think she was in the was she was she in the, the old school cartoon episode. or the old school uh, live action series? The old school live action series. She was yeah, in one episode. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was like, you know, why not? Old school reference. Uh, and she was normal. She had the she had the mm-hmm. coif blonde hair. She had the pink dress and everything. Yes, yeah, so she was normal. And it was just and so, um, bringing up Tuesday. It's like, oh, she's weird. Like Tuesday, Tuesday is normal. Fuck. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's what makes it awesome. Shut up. I uh, <laughs> do. Are you kidding, dude? It's freaking awesome. Like, because you know, the add more add normalities of the Adams bloodline is normal. Is the normality like you know, like us, like us normal people? Like, I love that. I, I love to a Tuesday episode of Tuesday. It's like, huh? I mean, so first of all, first of all, all three of us on fucking screen would love to be part of an Adams family. Oh, I would. Oh yeah, I would. Oh, oh, oh! No I would fight Gomez for Morticia. You but lose, I have enough respect to not know, fuck with that marriage. Yeah, I mean, I would. Lose, I would try an arm wrestle. I would try and arm wrestle that hand. That's thing? my first. Yeah, that's my first goal is to arm wrestle thing. I mean, he's he's a, he's a champion. Uh, I I, wanna, I need to win. Want to beat him? I w- I, w- I would fight Gomez for Morticia, but at the same time, I respect the marriage enough to not fuck with it because I respect them too much. So I'd be like, "Where's Morticia's sister?" <laughs> You'd lose too. Man. You know, you know who I'm talking about, Morticia's sister. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I forgot yeah. her name. I forget it's it, it eludes me. I think it's like Aluria or something like that, so or Larry Adams. And I need to go back and watch the old uh, watch the old Ooh. shows. Ooh. she's she's like Morticia but blonde and taller. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the can situation? Is the real question. More, she's Morticia's sister. Yeah, I want to play. I, I want to play a game of chess against Lurch. Mm. Okay. Because <laughs> like I said, that's all he does. So it's like if he if he if he a challenge trying to get a read on him, I'm like, yeah, let's see, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, like, piece over here. Are you gonna do something else? Bitch? Mm. <laughs> and <then he> just <laughs> either that or a game of poker. <laughs> I think I think I would challenge him to a drinking contest, just to see just to see how bad Lurch gets. Because I'd be like I'd be like, come on, Lurch, let's go, big boy. I got this fucking bottle of whiskey right goddamn here. It's the size of my skull. We're doing this shot for shot, motherfucker. And then you just hear, and then he just starts fucking. We just start slamming shots, bro. I'm gonna be holding onto that table, fucked up. I'm gonna see what. I'm gonna be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> You have a liver. I know you do. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up, DJ. I can't see straight, but I'm going to be in this. <laughs> then all you get back is... <laughs> Fuck you too, pal. Unless that was friendly, then we're good. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't get a read on you. I know. I'm oh, half blind in one eye. <laughs> I would love to have a sit down and talk chemistry with Fester. Oh my God! Yeah, that would oh, be. Oh, that would be. That'd be dope. Dude, I think that'd be dude, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, the things that guy comes up with, I'm like, dude, how? I gotta know. <laughs> love to chill with Fester, says Danny. Tell him how bad his Nintendo, the Nintendo game Fester, uh, the Fester Nintendo game was terrible. Uh, it was so god awful, especially if you had the spiral 
uh, the spiral gun because then it goes around literally all the enemies. <laughs> yeah, Fester's Quest. That's what it was called. Fester's yeah. Quest. There you go. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so yeah, a little I, fester and questing. I, I so I still that, that's that's it. I, me and Lurch drinking contest. Oh, me and it, Gomez sword fits. fight. Yeah, fencing. Oh, I want to fence him. I want to sword fight. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, I want to fence him. I, I get my ass kicked in the in his like his first move. Three if he's feeling generous, but I don't care. I like do I it's fence sport. fucking Gomez? Four I mean, if dude, he just wants to play with you. I mean, that is playing with him. I mean, that is playing. That is playing with, uh, when it comes to Gomez. Like you see, he's attempting murder. Is playing around. I fucking love it. And, and I'm sorry, dude. I know I would last longer. I mean, if that lawyer could actually put up a decent fight. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like, like Gomez no. was having fun with him. Yeah. It's so true, imagine, like, imagine how much fun Gomez would have with somebody like you or me, who's actually trained. Yeah. I mean. The be like that sly shit talking too, like, oh, I'm actually having a blast. Just da 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 da. Yeah, that's, that's like, yeah, it would totally be like that fucking, uh, like uh, the 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 princess bride type shit. You know, like, she's, she's talking shit the whole time. It's been a while since they've had such a challenge. Yeah, well, fuck you two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. This is a Tuesday for you. <laughs> yep. Pugsley is the Adams Family Meg. No one cares. We all love Pugsley, okay? Pugsley is the closest thing to normal in the main Adams Family. But yeah, he no, also tries I, yeah. to murder his we sister. We acknowledge his existence. Yeah, That's no, about as far as it goes. Yeah, no. And, and, and like, unlike Meg, no. Pug, you know, Pugsley, he, uh, no. Like, Pugsley enjoys, you know, playing with Wednesday and, like, and, and being the guinea pig. Yeah, he's he's a sadist. He's a sadist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a masochist. That's that's what he's a masochist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so no, like Pugly has a uh, a role. He is he is a masochist, and it's freaking great. I still remember the like one of my favorite scenes. Like as a kid, I kept like rewinding was the time when Pugly had the apple in his mouth. Wesley was practicing her freaking crossbow. Yep. And and Pugly's like, oh yeah, let's fucking do this. We took a lot. Yeah. Well, dude, like remember the remember the Barry Sonnenfeld films? What what game are we playing? Is there a god? And I was like, yeah! That's my favorite scene is yeah. when he's just sitting in the electric chair. He's <laughs> like, oh, so what are we doing here? We're going to play a game. Yeah? What game? Is there a god? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I love the fucking yeah. Adams. But yeah, you always got to appreciate the monotone of characters, too. Like how Wednesday never smiled, never showed any infliction in her face. It was just, yeah. this is no, happening. She smiled once. She oh, smells. In, in, in values yeah, during the camping trip. Oh, and, yeah. Disney. Oh, yeah. When they Disneyfy her. Yeah, everyone freaked out. Like, dude, don't do that again. <laughs> Please, for love of Christ, do not which, try that again. Which Adam's family member would Nick Cage play? I think he's zany enough to do Fester. Fester. Wait, no, no it depends which, uh, on which Nick Cage. If he's really zany, Fester. But if he's kind of tone it down, Gomez. No, he can't no, be. No, he can't do it because uh, some no, of his moral no, rules, uh, no, no. I think he can, like uh, Caster Troy. Uh, Caster, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to think of which which Nick Cage you're getting. That's the thing. He can do a Gomez. It's just that you have to get him in that right mindset. And uh, I don't know. The dude lately, for the last like 15 years, has been fueled by cocaine and spite. I don't think we're getting yeah. Caster back anytime soon. Yeah, I, yeah, I think modern would probably just be Fester, but yeah, not like like older yeah. Nicholas Cage. If you can get that back, no, he could be a solid Gomez. 
Um, okay, that's a fair argument. That, that's that's I, an I'll, argument I could yeah, get behind. I'll concede that. Yeah, I'll concede that. Yeah. Um, but jeez, oh, man, oh, I would love to have a live action Adams Family again. I mean, so I didn't know that. Uh, I did. I know that Nick Cage. There's always the joke of Nick Cage plays himself. I didn't know there was actually a movie where Nick Cage plays himself. Yeah, the unquestionable bridal. I don't remember fucking something. Hold on. Yeah, it's an odd title, but he literally plays himself. I seen the trailer for that, and I was like, oh my god, the man actually did it. The unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. Oh, of I course it's it. called that. I love it of already. Of course it's called that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can... Let me, hold on. Let me grab the description. Hold on. Hold on. So the speaking of monsters, of like massive talent. Hold on. Let why me, were so many people upset about the monsters like reboot? What, what was everybody's know. beef with it? I don't fucking know. I think it's one of those cases like Casablanca. Like they should never be a colorized version. I think because the, the the original monster was just so classic that I don't think people want to see any type of revival unless they're gonna like re-release it. But that's just like it. That. It's it's just as dumb. It's just as campy. It's just as ABC Saturday Night Family bullshit. And then Netflix is the one that made Rob Zombie color it. And trust me, there's some color problems. You can tell that there was there was this was shot in black and white. So when they took the black and white off and went back to color, there's some correction issues, like some big ones where you're just like, dude, correct or don't correct, because you are fucking this shot. Like, yeah, if you got bad. epilepsy, do not watch that. That is an epileptic person's worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah and I was, I was I was watching it with Grave Robert, and I was like, I was like, I I love the visuals because you can tell how this was supposed to look in black and white. You can tell. You can you can just look at it and be like, the lighting, the framing, everything about it was supposed to be in black and white. And when they made him colorize it, it was different. And, uh, the hearts behind every time there's a love interest, the yeah. spinning hearts. Oh, I the, love the that. The lightning bolts, everything, dude. Like even even the alleyway with Count Olarf, or Orlarf. <laughs> like the alleyway that they have. If you pay attention to the left side of the screen, there's these giant LED floods, and they're they're, oh, they're yeah. using them for keys. And like if if you just apply a black and white filter to that, it just looks amazing. Maybe. Uh, yeah, like, like maybe they'll maybe they'll maybe actually release it in black and white because because yeah I did watch it like you know a while ago and I'm like wow this was not meant for color and no. uh, and yeah no like and I think that's the case of like no you you give us the black and white version or you'll get the fuck out especially yeah. the end scene where uh I what's what's the main person's name I'm already drawing a when Herman steps outside for his first day at the job and he just ah. Ah, just has a fucking mental breakdown because he sees all these happy 1950s, yeah, yeah, 1950s-esque, like, normal people. And he's like, where are, where did all the beautiful people go from last night? Where are the hotties? The dude, Cassandra, Cassandra <laughs> Peterson was in it, and that's what made me happy. Um, For those of you blanking, Elvira. Uh, mm-hmm. She was a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's who the real estate agent was. Yeah, even oh. at seventy-one years old, she's still hot. I, oh, I, dude, I, I, now I Cassandra say. Peterson. We don't talk about Cassandra Peterson because Cassandra Peterson is a queer person and does not want the attention of straight people. However, we will talk about Elvira because Elvira is very much still a bisexual and sexually active. 
So, yep. Cassandra Peterson, we respect you and will not talk about you in any way sexual form. Elvira, however, <laughs> my heart's on fire, <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God damn! I still, yeah, I still quote uh, Perry from uh, Superman: uh, the, adventure, uh, the Adventures of uh, Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman. I still quote Perry. You know, like Elvira. She's the reason I saw Godzilla 116 times. She is definitely a keeper, <laughs> dude. Yeah. For a lot of people, it was so classic that anyone re-releasing it or remaking it, it made people mad. Says Danny. I under. I understand. Fuck him. You know what, dude? Honestly, and I was talking with Grave Robber about this uh, off off air. F- f- people need to stop giving a fuck about the fans. Fuck them. I'm em. saying it. I'm saying it now. I know. Ooh, hot take, dead man. No, but I am being dead fucking serious. I'm being dead serious when I say this. Fuck the fans. I'm tired of this. So yeah, they killed so many. <laughs> Dang, yeah, yeah sure they, they, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'll make hold on. Where, where, where is it? There, there you go, Gibby. Give everybody the fucking. Give everybody the treatment. This is for all of you fans who cannot, you know, simply stomach the fact that some of us have never seen the original shit. So we appreciate a new face. We hear about it. We never seen it. We appreciate the new face. This is for you fucking fanboys that are always up the ass so far that you can't respect anything new. Go fuck yourself. Sick of this stupid shit, man. Every time. Every fucking time. Because they don't just because they don't like it, or you know, they don't 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 touch my childhood. My childhood. Don't touch my childhood. Fuck your childhood. It was shitty anyways. The only reason you liked the monsters was because you escaped your fucking shitty life. Don't make don't make it a fucking problem for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Even going back to the past, when, like, when the fans of Star Wars literally sent letters to Lucas, say, "You killed my childhood. You ruined my childhood." And Lucas went into that spiral state of depression for like, yeah. for like how long? Years, years, bro. Yeah, and, and like, honestly, I, but I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Now, of course, am I gonna have opinions? Absolutely. Am I gonna have gripes? Absolutely. Am I going to demand a fucking thing from any of the actors or studios involved or writers involved? No. Because I'm not that kind of cunt. All right, listen. I'm a fucking Star Wars fan. All right, that means I like Star Wars. Period. Oh my God, the prequels were fucking fuck you. All right? Oh my God, Rogue One, fuck you too. Oh my God, fucking Andrew, did you fuck you? Is it Star Wars? Yeah, then I like it. Seriously, you can dislike a movie. Yeah, I mean, you can dislike a movie and all that stuff, but don't go saying like you ruined my childhood. Yeah, you know what? And that sums it up perfectly because you saw these films when you were a child. You were more susceptible to the awe and the and the and the, and the you know the, the glamour and the glamour and the glamour exactly. Like you saw this when you were like seven or ten. But as an adult, you know more. You you realize a lot more. So obviously, going to be a different experience when you're an adult as compared to your to your child. I still go back and I still enjoy the uh, the prequels. Yeah. Uh, uh, prequels. Like I said, I still tell people like Revenge of the Sith is still my favorite of the uh, of the nine movies now. 
Fucking yeah. So let's see. Let's run this down. Oak Ridge Boys. Gibby, is that for you? No, that's for everybody, Mike. I didn't like it when my uncle touched my childhood. Nobody liked it when your uncle touched your childhood, Mike. That's why he's still in prison. Uh, the only reason I loved the Munsters was because the TV served as my babysitter. The latchkey kid, neck at night, was my jam. And my dad ruined my childhood before all that, says Danny. Hey, yo! Fucking Illy, welcome to the show. Now, here's the thing, all right? Like, I, when, I say, when I say I like something, I like something. Star Wars, one example. Doom, another example. How terrible were those fucking movies? I Awful. still like them. I'll still watch them. It's like... It's the problem is everybody wants to go in with like this hypercritical viewpoint that, you know, you get so many fucking people that think they're hypercritics now because you can upload a fucking video to YouTube and all of a sudden it's like, I have a uh, sophisticated opinion about this movie. Did you enjoy it? Oh, well, I thought this. Did you fucking enjoy it? Yes or no? Well, if you didn't like it, shut up. Go watch something else. Did you like it? Cool. What's good about it? Ah, you know, that's now- it. Yeah, there like are, uh, no. Go ahead, like, DJ. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, go yeah, ahead. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, like you know, back in I think in the sixties and seventies, where the where, where the term came up with everyone's a critic now, dude. If I had a time machine, I, had, I would go back in time, find the guy who invented that phrase, and I would Just... pat his shoulder and I'd be like, dude, you don't know nothing yet. Wait till the <laughs> internet comes. And lo and behold, everyone thinks they can freaking like critique and like all this stuff, uh, like in movies and like all this stuff. And it gets on my nerves. It's, it's one of the reasons why it's like, why do we need critics now? Especially now, since everyone considers themselves a fucking critic. Well, and that's just it, and, right? That's why, that's one, that's one of the reasons I created this fucking show. DJ has worked in the film industry. I've worked in the film industry. We both work currently in writing and other stuff like that. We are creatives. Our shit is out there on the internet. Anybody can go fucking look at it. Anybody can read what we've written. All right, we are creatives. So we have at least, at least a fucking touch of what it takes to talk about this. We're both, we both acted. We both produced, directed. We've both, all of us, you know what I mean? Like we have done this. You know what I mean? And the reason we had Mustard on, because Mustard was literally a fucking international musician. And, you know, he had a lot of experience with the industry and what it takes. But everybody's a fucking critic now. Fuck out of me for a second. Like, oh, well, I've seen Star Wars three times. I think I'm qualified to talk about this. Please <laughs> do me a favor. Hits. Please do me a favor. Put a, put a loaded shotgun in your mouth and start sucking until it goes off. Oh, so we can make those type of jokes here. Yes, I didn't know that was free range. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's, as long as they deserve it, yeah. As long as they deserve it, yeah. Oh, I've watched every episode of Cowboy Bebop, so I know what the fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, but di- like, but did you watch the secret release they did at Comic Con '97 that it was only shown one time and you can't find anywhere else? Hey, lick my taint. I don't care. I enjoyed what I found. No, and and here's the thing, right? Even to those cocks, like we can't call them cocksuckers. Cocksuckers are good people. Even to those walking wastes of cum, you yeah, asked them enough. anything about the fucking series? Oh yeah. Why did one of Spike's eyes only see the past? Well, because it's a plot point. 
Yes, but why? Why is it a plot point? <laughs> why is it I a love plot this point? I love this because I just watched Cowboy Bebop as like a one-time thing. I don't no, know. No, but here's the thing. Here's the it. thing. You aren't you aren't gatekeeping a fucking thing about it. You nope. stated your opinion. End of story. You're not telling anybody else that it sucks or their opinion is wrong. You're you simply said eight out of ten. I liked it. Had some yeah. flaws. Had some good parts. Yeah. And that is respectable because you are not telling anybody anything you're not gatekeeping anything about the fucking series but then you got these fucking people that are well the netflix series ruined you know what dude you know what go go lie down in the middle of traffic and stay there until traffic stops <laughs> go play in traffic with a blindfold on <sighs> you got do you need a breather do you need an actual cigarette do you need to step out to smoke a couple no, well, that, well, cause that's just it, dude. You know, like, <laughs> we, like we, yeah. we've done this, like, like DJ and I have done this. We have worked really difficult fucking jobs. Like we were up at fucking Walmart at two in the morning looking for fucking gun parts to make something look like a tactical rifle. And our budget was $42 and half of it was in cash. And the other half of it was a fucking gift card. Remember that shoot? Mm -hmm. The one where we Ooh. quit the next fucking day. Cause they didn't even use our shit. Yeah. Yeah, all that work. It was like, it. it you know, we decided to cut the scene. Fuck you, were out. Yeah, I, I was done. Like, no, not not after that bullshit. But yeah, no. Like a lot of times, these critics they'll say like, "Oh, but you should have done this," or, or or if they did this, it'd be easy. Like that's a fucking like, like, like that's like a, like a split second uh, change. Do you, like, like, fuck. Like, like, don't these people know? how much work it could take to get just one scene right one shot yeah just a shot not even like the whole scene you just have to do like you know audio lighting all that it's just a shot right it's freaking ridiculous like one director i can't remember it might be uh scorsese i think don't quote me on that but it might be someone else someone only said creating actually making movies is more of a science while actually watching it watching films isn't and it's true because when you when you actually are making a film, you have to. There are so many factors that has to go in to, in order to make the final product, you know, available for for release. And when I see and like one of the one of my pet pieces, like I see like these these folks critics, they would they, they would like make these suggestions or like or make these uh, or question these decisions, and they think it's just like like a like or it's a simple change or it's just like 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 oh it's just like a, a minor issue i'm like bitch you have no fucking clue fuck you but you don't you don't as and and, and people don't understand gorilla shoots which so many movies have done like gorilla shoots is dangerous as balls bro dangerous as balls because okay so the, for those of you asking and for gibby's very very confused face a thank gorilla... you I, I was hoping the face <laughs> gave it away because i'm like i have no idea what that is but i'm just gonna look like a so, anytime you shoot a, every time you shoot a, a movie a movie a video anything else like that anything that's gonna be involve uh anything with the city you have to get permits and you have to pay for those permits and you have to schedule your permits like six to seven months out ahead of time now <laughs> some movies ain't got the budget for this some movies ain't got the fucking budget for this so what they'll do is they'll pick out a location and they'll be like okay well does this scene take place at night or during the day 
Uh, well, this takes place at night. Okay, so at 10 o'clock tonight, after the building is emptied, we're going to pull up in two vans. I want you guys to have your cameras ready to roll immediately upon entering. I want you guys to have your lights set up within a minute, and we're going to be rolling the second we hit ground. Yeah. And oh. we're going to fucking, we're going to, we're going to roll it. We're going to catch these scenes and we're going to fucking book. Yeah. yeah. Like you want a perfect, ex- like for people who don't know, you want a perfect example of a movie that did a lot of this, the first Terminator film, at least half of that movie was shot like that. Was gorilla. Oh no shit. Yeah, really? Like my yeah. favorite, like, I said it before on the show, but I'll say it again. I'll always say I love Terminator. My favorite scene, because most people don't know this. My favorite scene is the shot. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, the Terminator goes and he punches out the station wagon uh, window and he and he leaves. That's my favorite scene because for most people it doesn't it doesn't mean that much. But if you know the story behind it, it's fucking epic. Because what happened is is that at when they shot that scene, there was like because all the money had to go to night shots, especially like a lot of night shots because you have to, you, it, it costs more to film during night. And so what James Cameron did. It's like literally they was, they was preparing they was preparing a scene. I think it was the, the scene where they were about to shoot Sarah Connor. And James Cameron goes with the Schwarzenegger. And it's like, dude, Schwarzenegger, like you, yeah, you, uh, yo, uh, Arnold, over here. You cameraman, quickly, right, right, right over here. And it's like, 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 like oh yeah, what are we doing? Okay, over here? Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself up. Oh yeah. Punch right, punch out this window. Wait, what? Just, just do it. Roll the film. <laughs> Great, we got it. Let's go. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Just random. Everyone else like paid attention to the other thing. Camera got like a random camera camera guy, and Arnold like go over here, punch out this window. All right, let's go. <laughs> we got it. We, let's go. That's exactly how that film shot, and I love that scene because that's exactly what it's like. It's a perfect example. Half of that movie, at least, was was, was filmed during that because the budget was pretty much mostly done during the night shots. And, so, and most of the, and, yeah, and the special effects went to, to Stan Winston, but you want it. You want another yeah, example, like, a perfect oh, in the, in the, example. In the mild acid. <laughs> yeah, they have to go like really old school shit. Like when the Terminator gets punched through the uh, the window, like during the club, he's smoking and he's smoking because they put mild acid. And Arnold Schwarzenegger goes on record saying, "Oh, oh fuck, is this safe?" Because like, he's freaking out. Like credit cool yeah. to him he can like remain stoic but he was freaking out because they put mild acid on his jacket so he would smoke during that scene and he was wondering if it was safe and james cameron went don't worry about it yeah Action. Worry. yeah he would like don't worry about it or probably <laughs> probably uh, all right go another fantastic scene of gorilla shooting uh you guys ever seen the the michael keaton birdman oh yes yes so you know that whole fucking chunk of film for about seven to eight minutes where he's walking through front of New York? Yes. He's in yes. his underwear. He's literally walking from the back of the theater all the way around the theater through Times Square, up the sidewalk, and then into the front of the theater where he can continue the play? Yeah. 100% gorilla. Because uh, they asked New York... Me. They asked New York, hey, can we shut down this one block for just like three hours? We only need three hours to get this shot. New York said, fuck yourself. So the filmmakers went, hey, hey, fuck yourself first. Get the camera. <laughs> so everybody, every, when you watch that scene, go watch it again. When you watch that scene, everybody going, that's fine. That's legitimate reaction. All legitimate, all real. 
it's all real. Everybody looking at Michael Keaton going, is that fucking Michael Keaton? He's fucking underwear. <laughs> you guys saw that, right? Like, like I, like I know I'm high, but <laughs> yeah, I know I'm fucked up, but I'm, I, but I'm seeing Michael Keaton in his underwear fucked up. Huh. <laughs> that they like they'll re- they'll actually watch the movie and they're like, holy shit, I was fucked up. That actually happened. Okay, that was real. All right, cool. Oh, thank I'm God. Think about this for like cool. two years, bro. I'm gonna lie down. They're like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> there's there's a lot of people in my family I gotta apologize to. Uh, Repo the genetic opera was another one that was completely gorilla'd on more than a couple of shots. So uh, I believe that. I believe that a lot. <laughs> uh, the the opening shot where uh, Terry Zedunik as the grave robber uh, walks out and and starts and starts the introductory song. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Red Repo Man out from the night, from the mist, steps a figure. No one really knows his name for sure. Well, when he fucking when you see grave robber pop out of the alleyway that's because the other guy the guy that wrote the movie with terrence zedunik was like bro nobody's here let's get this fucking shot terrence zedunik was like is this what you had me put in fucking makeup for he's like yeah nobody's here let's get the fucking shot he's like we don't have a camera operator i'm gonna operate the fucking camera just get the fucking shot dude we can't do rolling And that's why when you see him pop out, he's just like, this motherfucker. <laughs> out from the night, from the mist, steps a figure. No one really knows his name for sure. And that whole sequence where they get the him, uh, the, the Repo Man attacking people, that was just Terrence Sedunik and his fucking co-writer just getting the random shots because they didn't approve it. So they literally stole cameras, put Terrence Sedunik, the grave robber, in the Repo Man costume because um, uh, Anthony Head hadn't been cast yet. So <laughs> we're just going around getting these shots. And when the studio came back, they were like, no, you guys got a lot done. When did when you guys do this? You know. It got done. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but what, what, what's, the ti- what's the time frame? Hey, we got it done, didn't we? You know what? I'm feeling lunch. You guys feeling lunch? <laughs> It's eight fifteen in the morning. It's only ah, me. It's you said it. Yeah, <laughs> how about a couple right drinks? Time. It's eight fifteen. You have a time frame? Like, I don't have a watch. You have a freaking watch? No, 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 didn't think so. Just punching his fist. I ain't got a watch that works. <laughs> I could just imagine after that guy went over to the co-writer and he's like, "You do some shit like that again, you're losing teeth." Well, because like. The, the the guys that made the guys that made Repo the Genetic Opera were so careful and so nervous about so many things, including casting Paris Hilton. Like they were like, we don't want a stunt cast. We don't want a stunt cast. We got Anthony Head already. We got uh, the guy that plays uh, Roddy Roddy Largo, and we got uh, you know all these other kinds of like semi large names. We don't want a stunt cast. So when like the co writer, not Terrence Dunick, when the co writer Danny Howard says, "Do trust me, Paris Hilton's gonna be." perfect for amber sweet and they brought her in she, they once again terrence sedunik ambushed danny so it's it's kind of like a back and forth thing so he was like okay who are we who are we auditioning well uh paris hilton lock the door <laughs> so, i stand by the statement of zydrate anatomy is the greatest song in that entire movie i will fight that opinion. comes in a little glass vial 
A little glass vial. A little glass uh, vial. And a little glass vial goes, goes, the goes gun, in the like, gun, a like a battery. Like a battery. And the dehydrate <laughs> gun goes somewhere against your anatomy. Yes. And when I the gun goes off, it sparks. It's ready for surgery. Surgery. I love that song so much. That scene, oh man, I, that scene still gets me. There, yeah, but like, so, so a, a lot of that movie was filmed in a similar fashion, just guerrilla style making. And I just love the fact that Danny pushes like Terrence to doing it out there. He's like, just get the fucking shot. We're not gonna. Do, I'm gonna make a fucking son of a out from the night. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, <clears throat> that entire time, he's just thinking, oh, as soon as the shot's done, I'm gonna break your fucking nose, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking hurt you. Oh, uh, just you know, speaking like, through his teeth too. Yeah, you be recorded, so you. <laughs> yeah, that's again. That's why I was like talking through his teeth, just like, oh, I can't wait for this shot to be over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the, uh, I'm... the grave robber. <laughs> I'm gonna live up to my namesake tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, you'll notice that yeah, gorilla shots are extremely like fucking dangerous. But a lot of great shots come from shit like that. Yeah, just out of random. I mean, I think, um, I don't know if this true, uh, the Dark Knight scene with uh, Batman inter uh, interrogating the Joker. Was that gorilla shot? No, no. Everything was done legit with uh, the Batman, uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, even improv scenes, too. Because if we're going to talk like scenes that had no intent of happening, my favorite is still the Indiana Jones scene. Where that guy just flipping around with his sword, he just comes back, pa, walks away. <laughs> Favorite fucking like, I just I'm done. I'm, I'm done. So, so, so I want you to just pay attention to his face. All right. You are, you are stuck, stuck on this. Oh, what the hell? It's not playing, is it? No, no we can hear me twice. twice. There, there it is, is like motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Look at his face. Yeah, yeah, like because yeah, you can tell yeah, like because from the shot you can tell it look it looked like he's like looking at a random wall. Like we won't look at a wall like that. But he, <laughs> is, he was pissed, dude. He was like, motherfucker, <laughs> out from the night, from the misstemsive figure. That's why they cut immediately to the next scene because he was like, I'm gonna murder the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah, that's immediately when they cut, then they they start interspersing because they're literally grabbing that shot of the grave robber in that alleyway. All of it's just gorilla. They're just doing it, and uh, Danny, Danny, the the co-writer of the movie, he's on. He's literally on the camera operating it. So yeah, like I, I love gorilla shoots. I think it's one of the funniest fucking things in the world. Um, <laughs> some of the some of the best stories come from it. So I don't know. Like, yeah, give me. Cause I remember, like, uh, yeah. Cause I remember when I first like saw the film, I kept thinking to myself, like, dude, like, did that wall, like, you know, kill his kid or something? Like, like who looks <laughs> at a wall like that? Like, goddamn, this this wall must be like some kind of like arch nemesis <laughs> or something. But now it makes more sense. Yeah, makes yeah, more sense now, with yeah. that. Yeah, now it makes more sense because like he was like this fuck. He was like this fucking wall. <laughs> you look pissed, fucker. <laughs> Please don't ask me if I have any favorite gorilla shots because I just found out what that term meant today. So like, no, I was gonna say, do you have any like behind the scenes like knowledge oh. that you would that that like you, you like cherish? I, 
not really. I don't after after like base knowledge, I kind of forget the movie exists. Probably all of Clerks. Yeah. Most of Clerks was shot that way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, damn. Yeah, it, basic it's, it's it's basic knowledge for me. Like I know the movie exists, I watch it, and that's about my cutoff yeah. point. So, my yeah, girlfriend like, sucked thirty seven yeah. dicks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> has anybody seen Clerks Three? Like, is, not is that not no, yet? Not yet. <sighs> I, I'm, I, wor- I, I'm I, working I, up to it. I'm working up to it. Right? I'm, I'm you have to understand. Right. Me and DJ grew up with Dante and Randall and Jay and Silent Bob, and like we. This is all. This is all part of our fucking childhood, you know. So, fuck your childhood. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Killed our childhood. We just no, no, no. We're not. We're not saying it's been ruined or something like. Damn you, Kevin Smith, who created the shit that we loved originally, (laughs) and somehow are responsible for ruining. What? Hold on. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, if we're gonna talk about like our favorite Kevin Smith film, Dogma. Yeah, Dogma was my. Dogma was my shit. I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit through that. Why? I, you've it, never it, given me a reason why. You need to answer that. Uh, is it the shit monster? <laughs> is it the that, shit that, monster? That, 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 if it's that a shit monster. was my freaking uh, final straw. I was like, I can't do it. Like, like <laughs> there's ridiculous, but there's this. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A giant demon made out of shit. I was kind of like, that's stupid. I like it, but that's stupid as hell. But it's, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> I'm good. Like I said, I like the movie. I like stupid shit. And Dogma was right up the lane of stupid shit. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to lie. That was one of the first times I ever saw Ben Affleck really act. Like, he gave... He he gave it a really... He said he gave such a good scene. And I was like... Huh. You do you do realize what type of movie this is, right? Yeah, do, and that's you, you right. You do well, understand. Like, he, 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 but like that's just it. He he gave it like a, a million percent, and I was just like, "Wow, you really can act." So why 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 haven't you been doing this for like a while? Like wh- where the fuck was this? You know, it's that amazing jawline of his. That's how well, no, not even that. It's when uh, it's when it's when Jay grabs the Uzi and he goes, "Hey, suck a duck! Let's play a game. Count the shells." And he starts just firing, and then uh, Bartleby uh, Bartleby ducks down, and his wings are the ones that get severed. And you know he's sitting there, and uh, after everything's said and done, he's he's he sits up and he like touches it, and he's laughing because like he won. But then like. As the scene progresses, you even hear the stinger of the music. He starts crying. He's sobbing because he just lost his divinity. So I'm like, how the fuck did you give that scene? Like, what the fuck? There's always some points like that where I'm like, okay, you're giving way too much for a movie that doesn't even take itself seriously. Yeah. Well, and Mike says it overhates religion. Uh, It doesn't actually hate anything about religion. Everything it's stated in that movie is real. Yeah, look, it's look, kind of yeah, like the Book of Mormon. Just yeah, like, like yeah. Honestly, uh-huh. yeah, like honestly, like the thing in my problem with dogma is, is honestly with most movies during that era, I hated that gross-out humor. Oh, the, the something about Mary. Because like yeah, like 
Like, I loathe, to this day, I loathe There's Something About Mary. I can't stand that. I hate that fucking movie. Yeah, like, I can't stand this film. And, like, like, a lot of movies are are like that. Like, freaking Road Trip and... Like in 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 I guess I hated that era of of cinema. I I I hate it. I hate that era. I can't stand it. People like it's like it's it's people like that allow people like Tom Green to fucking rise, you know, to, to like mediocre stardom. And, yeah. You can only hear a fart joke so many times before it's like, okay, can we can, yeah, can we I'm move like, on from yeah, that? Exactly. I was looking at all this shit and I'm like, God. Thing. And, and I realized, like, it, and I realized, like, Dog was just, just all of this, but cranked up to eleven. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, fuck this. It was a, genre. it was a, it was a very harsh message wrapped in a very stupid package. Yeah, and I everything and and everything about that movie, everything about that movie was was real. Every everything he stated was real. Everything Dude, that that's all literally dogma. I, I know. I, I I'm not dealing with any of that shit during the the early 2000 eras. Fuck that shit. I don't give a <laughs> fuck if it's completely. If Einstein himself said this is how it always goes. This is science. I like, fuck your science, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, like, I don't I'm care. Freddy Godfingered was not funny, Danny. It was not. Never that seen was, Freddy Godfingered. Oh, dude. <laughs> do you know? Do you know why Freddy Godfingered was made? Do you know why? Do you know why? Please inform some of us that don't know why. <laughs> DJ, do you want to hazard a guess? I don't want to speak about Tom Green at on, on, on any level. <laughs> I, I hate. I hate that guy. Like, I, I hate him. And, and for you Tom Green fans, like, think about what he's done. His humor, his movies, everything. Now, think about this. And this really sums it up. T- what Tom Green is, is pretty much that kid in middle school that always did stupid shit for attention. Name everything that Tom Green is famous for. He, and, uh, you know, and, and, he's, and he's done. Now, ask yourself, what, can he, what, he, what he, has he done that you can't do, and when you and when you come up with the when you come up with the, the the inevitable answer of nothing, then you have to ask yourself why is he making millions but you're not. And I'm yeah. just saying if you that's don't Tom like Green, yeah, that's Tom Green in a nutshell. I hate that motherfucker. I hate him so much. Like, oh my god, I hate that guy. I like. I was about to say if one, you if you like IRL streamers. But you like Tom Green. You need to seriously look at the two and think, what separates them? What the third daddy, degree would you of like sep- some sausage scene made the movie? It didn't. My yeah. so here's so wait 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 wait. wait. <clears throat> I got one more point, and then you can talk. Like, like say, All right. I, I, I'm almost done with my Tom Green hate. There was only one <laughs> thing that Tom Green has done that actually got a little bit of a smirk out of me. One thing, and that was the uh, and that was during the Razzie Awards when he won worst film for a friend he got figure and he actually yeah. came up with a red carpet tuxedo and everything and I'm like he trolled the Razzies <laughs> okay that's something that's a little bit clever he trolled the Razzies I was like okay okay but that's the only thing everything else no you couldn't like no anybody could have made millions if you if you, if you did what Tom Green did I'm sorry, which go, is, go ahead, Dead Man. I just, just really have to get that, that part out. Which is basically just doing the stupidest things you could think of, posting it, like IRL streaming. Again, yeah. like I said, if you don't like IRL streamers, but you like Tom Green, that's the same fucking thing. 
the only difference is one of them is sleeping in a car in the middle of nowhere for three dollars TTS. The other one is sleeping in a mansion, in wiping his wiping his ass with a hundred dollar bills. That's the only difference. Yeah. So, Freddy Got Fingered was made as a statement of don't give stupid people money to make movies, and I'm not joking. Tom Green said this. When Freddy Got Fingered was made, everything was being greenlit. Greenlit. You had Jackass the movie. You had Charlie's Angels the movie. No, he's from Canada. You had all these fucking... You had Camp CKY. You even had... Uh, you even had like like a musical theater that were because South Park was coming out with a movie at the time. And then they went to Tom cut. fucking Green and said, hey, you're really popular. Do you want to make a movie? Yeah, and he said, with fucking road trip. So you want to make a movie? And he said, no. And I'm stupid. I have my fucking things are stupid. Why would I make a movie? And they were like, well, you know, you're really popular. It'll make a lot of money. So he wrote a bullshit script called Freddy Got Fingered. He made it as over the fucking ridiculous top as he could, thinking that he was going to hand it to MTV executives and they were going to say, this is stupid, you're stupid, get the fuck out of my office. And instead, without even reading it, they greenlit it. And to prove more of a point, he casted Giovanna Ribisi, he casted Rip Torn, and all those A-list actors, he was doing it to make a point to not give people money to make movies. That was literally the point of Freddy Got Finger. Ah, God damn it. I didn't like Tom Green, but I got to show respect for just oh, that fuck you. I got to respect that. Like, I, I don't like the guy, but the fuck you that comes along with it. I... Yeah. And fair enough, Danny. Yeah, I mean, if you like the, like the film, you like the film, but... Tweet your own. I don't like musicals. You don't like Tom Green. I mean, that, that's we're not we're not we're not saying that your liking of the movie is wrong. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that fucking that that movie was literally made as a point of don't give people money to make movies. Like, right, we, like that's like me saying I like Team America. A lot of people think that movie is absolute dog shit. I think it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I think it's one of the more clever critiques. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, Team America, to me, is like one of those, I don't like it, but I'm impressed by it. Just, <laughs> everyone has AIDS. You know, AIDS, like, AIDS, AIDS. You know, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so <laughs> stupid, and like I said, I don't like it, but I can always sit down and watch it, because I'm, I'm just so impressed by the production of everything. And, and it's you know, just like, two guys with puppets. It's just yeah, like, it, yeah. It's the filmmaker in me. It's the guy who's the creator in me. That's just I could just watch this all day long because I just love like seeing all the work that would take to put that all together. It's just fascinating. And you know you, it. and you know you can't like deny that the puppet sex scene is the funniest thing to exist in film, where they're just taking two puppets and ramming them together. <laughs> yeah, that was. Hi, I'm Gibby, and I'm a fan of the stupidest shit possible. If you can't yeah, tell, yeah, we, and that's just it. We we love stuff like that. We we love the comedy behind it and everything else. We love it, right? But like, oh, yeah. but like when 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 you know when something like that is made, like Freddy got fingered, like everybody's like not not dissing you, Danny, at all. But I know a lot of people, especially like DJs in my age, who are like that movie was fucking hilarious and i'm like you're the reason it was made 
And then you got, <laughs> you know, they got people on my spectrum that are like, I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it a good movie. But the fact that he made that simply as one, one gigantic one of these. Yeah. I respect it. I respect the, I respect the troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like the only thing I liked about that film, like I said, was the aftermath. Like I said, when he used that movie to troll the Razzies. Like I said, Red, he came with his own, he brought his own red carpet. Yeah. Oh, nice tuxedo, okay. everything. Like, dude, if you could find it on YouTube, I'm pretty sure that it's on YouTube somewhere. Like, find like, Oh, it has to be. A, yeah, that was the one thing that good, I consider that, that I liked about that film. Because, dude, because the Razzies, they were like, oh my God, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah, that's right. You know, like he was—he was acting like he was at the Oscars and everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he gave interviews and everything to the people that were to like pop press and stuff like that. But I, I just, yeah, but that was the only thing. That uh, was the you only know, thing he ever, he's ever done that actually got me the smirk a little bit. <laughs> yeah, was fucking was fucking with people because he was. He told them he was like, "Don't don't. I, all my shit is dumb. All my shit is dumb. Why why would you make me?" make a movie and they were like well because you're popular and you can make us money and you're gonna make money and he was like i don't care this is stupid. especially somebody like that that's like why are you giving me these tools because you're popular okay you know what you you like my shit i'm gonna i'm gonna give everybody a reason to look at hollywood and think you guys are really this fucking stupid ain't you i will be that reason yeah yeah so I, mean, I i i gotta respect it a little bit it's the troll yeah. The troll yeah, that I, mean, I got to respect. Yeah, I, I can understand that aspect at least. No, and and the thing is, outside of outside of entertainment, literally out, outside of having the camera on him to do his Tom Green thing, the guy's great. I the guy's highly like yeah. When, yeah. when the camera's not on him, he's actually a really chill, like uh, surprisingly down to earth guy. Dude, even in podcasts, he was on he was on Joe Rogan like a year or two ago or a couple of years ago, and he was just talking about like he's he's one of the four founders of podcasting, like he literally in Canada took he bought a, a giant house that uh, he he had he had bought with with all his money, completely hollowed out the basement, built servers, internet servers into his own home, so that he could have people call in, and Skype in like early versions of skype and ms video remember that msi mm-hmm. msi video fucking so they could call in and he could just host a talk show so he was one of the forefathers of podcasting gotta gotta give credit where credit's due man absolutely and this that's guy, all this burst guy, down to and he was he was he's such a chill guy you know when he's not doing the tom green thing and he was and he was talking about well tom green was like dude like uh joe rogan was like i was in your house i saw like the computer room it was fucking insane and he was like yeah all i wanted to do was skateboard for a living imagine that <laughs> like for real that's that's all board. that's what his dream was oh like bam bam oh, oh. dang dang like like bam. that's Poor that's bam, one person like, I, that's one person i won't like say anything about is the whole bam margera thing that's that's one area i will keep my hands completely yeah, off yeah, of. yeah like I, yeah i heard they're trying to get him committed i think it's their own family members like, allegedly are betraying him so weird a whole bam situation but speaking yeah of bam, i gotta get going i have to get back to work ah uh, of course you gotta go to work you fucking nerd Wait, is that the first time? Is that the first time I've ever said that to you? <laughs> oh wait, no, yeah, because I usually I say it when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, behind my back. Yeah, asshole. Oh shit. Okay. Well, here now I say it to your face. Thank you. 
Have you have you managed to negotiate having your Sundays off yet? Uh, yes, I can start actually after uh, New Year's. Hey, oh, wonderful. Yeah, like uh, like like uh, some, like a little bit after New Year's, but yeah. So yeah, after the holidays, you know. Hell that's yeah! Busy. That's when the schedule will open up, and we can, you know, all that shit. All right, cool. And don't forget to start uh, at least post a couple of uh, minutes with DJ, please. Right. All right. But uh, all right, catch you all later. See you on the, on the flip side. Soon you'll have peace out, DJ. DJ. All right, soon you'll have the full DJ experience, not just the tip. Hopefully, mm. although oh. you might not be able just to handle the tip. Oh, bye, <laughs> DJ. Please, please. Right. Bye, bye. See you later. Well, you know, we did go to an entire episode without a DJ penis reference. So almost. Prog- so progress. It waited until the end to where we got it. Progress. And that's all we ask for around here. I mean, okay, did you see did you see the picture I sent you of like Marvel's phase four, six, all the way to like fucking seven? Yeah, it's, it was fake. Oh, it was fake? Okay. I was like, good God. Because I seen on there, I seen a She-Hulk season two, and I'm like, oh, no. It, yeah. that, that, was, that was a funny joke, season one. I totally understood it. Totally understood season one being an entire joke. Sometimes they took that joke and just went a little too, like, tongue-in-cheek with it. Oh, that's right. We have we have previews. Don't worry. I'll get them to them, Danny. I'll get them to them. Don't worry. We have some previews from Dark Charm Media, so let's let's actually fill that in real quick. Hey! Previews! Uh, and one of these is actually the podcast Daddy Gibby, his introduction into voice acting. Alright, so we're going to do... I'm so excited. Ah, I'm so ready for this. Here we go. We're going to do this. Give us the previews! Oh, yes! Oh, I watched this today. Oh. So there's one, and uh, Bound by Blood was, of course, uh, a story I can't talk about. Tales of the Night Child is something else I can't talk about. But if you've been paying attention to uh, Dark Charmian and you've been listening, uh, there are mentions of both. There are mentions of both of the main characters of that in several several forms of media. And uh, yeah, so we're going to, I believe production has begun already. And. Oh, I'm so excited for I was both fucking neat. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Danny did that all by himself. I had nothing to do with it. I'm so excited. Ah!
And now we got one more preview. Hold on a sec. I'm a walrus. And here we go. Ah. Yeah, that one hurt. Danny, were you torturing your cat? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Time of the year we get fat. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've, I've, I've already gained like the 20 pounds I lost. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh. Destination Boulevard and Fascination Street. And the return of Fun with Dirt. Yay! Dirt Charm Media presents <clears throat> Fun with Dirt. Starring ah, Danny Atwell, Justin Gregory, Miguel Pedroza, hey, Rachel me. Crosby, Emily McAnulty, Robert Hunter, and Dan Mac McCloskey as the gatekeeper. Dan Mac McCloskey. I like the way <laughs> that was said. I'm, I'm so excited for all this new fucking content coming out by Dark Charm. Like, my body is forever fucking ready whenever Saturday comes along. Yeah. Like every, every time Saturday comes along, I'm like, ooh, give it to me. Give it to me, Daddy Danny. <laughs> give it to me. I'm so ready. Oh, man. I tell you what. We, I have already done the voiceover for a couple of characters, and one of them, one of the, one, oh, God, just two of the story I, arcs involving the, one of the characters I play are so fucking hilarious. I I can't explain how stupid it is and how how much fun it's gonna be for everyone that's gonna listen. That's I that's why I'm like I can't wait for these episodes to be released because obviously this is like my my introduction to the voice acting scene. So I just I want to talk about it. I want to be like I you know when this happens or you know when this person meets this person I want to talk about it. But obviously I can only give you I can't give you any spoilers because you need to listen to it yourself. You need to catch up on the lore of everything. People, come on now, go to Dark Charm Media, Craig. Craig. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is if you haven't yet, ladies and gentlemen, I, I need you to. I, Dead man, can you full screen me this for a second? Like a little promotion here. here Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not yet listened to a single episode of Dark Charm Media, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I mean, you're listening. You're listening to other podcasts, podcasts that don't even have like any value to the content. Dark Charm Media hands you content on a silver platter, and as soon as you're done, takes it away and then gives you more. Not only with stories like Fascination Street or Fun with Dirt, but you also just you have oh, i can't even begin to talk because it's just so much that i i don't remember half of it because that's how much i get there's so much lore so much backstory to everything and the people that work on it bust their ass to put this product out yeah so go check it out go give it a full listen tell your friends about it tell your grandma about it tell your dog about it just you know write it on a write on a piece of slip just write dark charm media go fucking listen put it in his collar and then send him into the world and what happens, happens. Yeah. Ah. Why are we? This is a weird setup. <laughs> yeah. Th th this reminds me of like old school, like 2018 type shit. This, is like, this is like 2013, like Skype, like 
Only our shit doesn't sound horrible. Hi guys, welcome to uh, welcome to Dead Man and Gibby's uh, Fun Time Hour. We're going to explain today. Hey, did um, so 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 I see that I see that penile drip twenty four is in chat again. If you try to talk about my fifth toe, we're gonna have to ban you from chat. God, that was horrible. Uh, you can talk a little bit about Devro, uh, says Danny. I am so. F- I don't know how much I can say though. It was. It was okay. It was, tell tell everybody the basic premise of the show. How about that? We can do that. The basic premise of the show. No spoilers. No going into details. I'm a detective from Louisiana. Uh huh. That's about the basis of it. That I. Because I will get going, and I want to, I'm trying to cut myself off. I, so Devro is a very yeah. Go ahead, go you ahead. Go, you go. No, you can do. You can you can talk story better than I can because I just go straight <laughs> into spoiler territory. Detective Dave and uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Brayden Devro. Thank you. You always fuck up <clears throat> names. That was the juice in me talking. Uh, is a detective in the Louisiana Police Department. And he has a very certain ability, and that certain ability becomes part of his signature and how he does things. And uh, it's going to be really interesting. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because of the way the things happen and just exactly who he is. We have already met him in Noxo. He has been mentioned. In Dark Charm Presents. And now we're finally going to get to see the man, the myth, the legend himself uh, working as he's supposed to be. And how he is out of context without the rest of the world of the Dark Charm Media universe. So that's going to be really interesting. As far as as far as far fun with dirt, yeah. <laughs> including, including, including introducing Gatekeeper Mortis as well. I wonder who that could be. Hmm, I, I wonder, wonder, wonder what person that could be that does the gatekeeper. <laughs> that does the gatekeeper Mortis, not a Meredith, uh, but uh, fun with dirt, man. Fun with dirt. Oh, fun with dirt is my fun with dirt. If I had to pick like one of my one of my favorite shows out of the Dark Tar Media universe, fun with dirt has to be my like has to be my top, my top one. I always, I always forget that I do things in fun with dirt. So like when I'm listening to the episodes, I'm like, oh fuck, wait, that's me. <laughs> I and, and that still, it still cracks me up whenever, uh, whenever you hear the voice of the guy who runs the place, his son, and Craig, you just yeah. sound like, yeah, you just sound like the slimiest fucking scuzzbag to ever exist. Like I hear it and I just imagine like this hunchback fucking, just hunchback slick blacks. You know, hair and all that. I'm just like, ah, I fucking hate it, but I love it. The the idea that I like a couple of my friends had no idea that was me, including you, apparently. Uh, like they, I said, if I didn't know, if I didn't know who you were, like I didn't know what you looked like, I would assume you looked like that. <laughs> That's what I would assume you looked like a scuzzball. My favorite, my favorite one was uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, and, he, and uh, she goes, "God, that fucking guy, Craig! I fucking hate that guy. Who plays his voice? Because I want to fucking know. Because I hate them." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, 
Hey, I was like, I can't do it. She was like, "You? That's you?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "You sound so fucking different. You sound like a douchebag." I'm like, "Well, thank you." I think that, that was my goal. I wanted to sound like the biggest douche you could ever, you know, have a conversation with. So obviously, nailed my goal on that one. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, it's just uh, so like, uh, like, like much credit to Danny for actually. Uh, allowing me to uh, do the voice that I had, he wanted a. He originally wanted a a, a Boston a Boston accent, and uh, he wanted a kind of like this drawn out kind of sleaze bag thing going in. And I was like, I don't think I can do a Boston accent at uh, a at Boston length. accent is hard as fuck. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. A Boston accent is a pain in the ass. Cause I tried, I tried my damnedest to do a Boston accent. I even did like the Mark Wahlberg thing, and I'm like, I can't. I just my the I try a Boston accent, and it turns into my Uper accent every single time. It turns it turns into my fucking Uper every single time, and I don't understand it. Be yeah, be because the Uper's not exactly that hard. You just gotta kind of put a you know act like somebody punched you in the jaw and. Heighten it up just about 12 notches. Going all the way up to the Uper. Going uh, all the way up to the UP. Grab us some fudge. Smack a horse UP. on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the UP. Oh, my God. How fucking... Uh, uh, you know what? I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. No, go ahead and say it. You know, I ain't saying every nothing. time every time every time Mike comes in chat, he wants to talk shit about Michigan. <laughs> so why don't you do it? You want to talk so much shit? Why don't you start it? Oh my god, I'm fucking, hold on, I'm trying to do something here. Yeah, he's trying to do something, I'm just distracting him. Yeah. Because it's, it's something that doesn't involve me, and if it doesn't involve me, then why am I here? Uh, am I no. just eye candy for this show, dead man? A little bit, yeah. I fuck it, I knew it. Then why am I doing this with clothes on if I have eye candy? Because we haven't opened, the, we haven't opened the, the OnlyFans yet. Anyways, um, damn. I loved your adventure with the New Orleans accent training. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he oh, that <laughs> was a fun. Go, well, you know, you tell the story while I set this up real quick. Okay, so I, I'm just going to say it. I play Devro. My voice is Devro. So if you hear me and I don't give right credit, please don't be afraid to send Danny messages saying, hey, he fucked that up, but we want more of it. So obviously, I had to do a very like Louisiana sort of sort of slang to my voice, and I have friends who are from that part. So every time I would try it, I would practice it at work. I would practice it. Um, I would just practice it any free shot I got, and I would send them voice clips, and I'd be like, "Hey, how does this sound?" I got told that I sound like I've been punched in the jaw with peanut butter in my mouth. Uh, I sound like something I can't say on a show. Uh, that I need to, I need to watch uh, Princess and the Frog and listen to that little lightning bug the way he talks. That's how I should do it. And then I, I guess hearing that I fucked up the voice so many times, I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm gonna try this one, and we're gonna see how it sounds. And apparently, that was exactly what Danny wanted. Yes, yeah, I have. Sometimes, sometimes when you work the least. It's when it works the best. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got told by numerous people. It's like, that's not how that sounds. And I was like, well, fuck you. I, I stepped foot in Louisiana when I was like seven. 
crucify me. I don't know what you want. Then, of course, I did my research. I listened to a bunch of stuff, and I was like, oh, this can't be hard. And then you try it, and you're like, wow. It kind of is. It's kind of fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, you know, slack draw a little bit. Oh, I'm out of coffee. Oh, it's all coffee grounds. That's what you get. Anyways. Oh, that was disgusting. We're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Thank you guys. So stick around for just a second here. Oh, God, that was awful. So, uh, don't don't you have the video? No, I, no, holiday. I was not able to sit there and work on it. But I'll have it next Sunday. Next you Sunday. I, fuck you. I had you family bitch. shit. I had family shit. I just got home today. You bitch. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you want top tier production so people will love it? Or do you want bullshit? Because I'll give you bullshit. <laughs> You're not capable of giving me bullshit. Bullshit I am stacks capable. too high. I am capable of giving you bullshit. I'm only 5'7". I don't have a lot of room to fuck up, okay? Anyways, uh, so tell everybody where to find you on your own stuff. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I am your friendly neighborhood degenerate, the podcast daddy. If you like listening to me and want to hear me do my own solo shit, go over to twitch.tv slash podcast daddy, where I run the podcast daddy variety show every Monday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you happen to miss the live show, you can go to any major podcast platform, type in podcast daddy variety show, and you will find a picture of me sitting on the toilet reading a newspaper. You think I'm joking? Go look it up. If you want to get a, if you want to get in contact with me outside of the show, you can go to twitter.com/enoughsnuff where you can watch my mental health decline slowly throughout the entire day. Boom. Lovely. Oh, it's like my shield game is getting better by the day, by the week, by the month, by the year. Just ooh. Yeah. Oh, did I show you what I got in the mail? No. What the? Oh shit! You got it. Oh, hell yeah. I thought that was at Barnes & Noble, though. It was, but not this cover. Oh, Not the one with shit. the helm. Oh, shit. I love it. I'm all for that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, reliving, please. reliving so many. Like, I just returned that fucking that, the Alien comic, so I was like, I got time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, anyways, uh, before we continue on with the shilling, I want to thank the producers of VT Network, which is Lofus, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, Grave Robber, Carol, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Mike fucking Smith, Gibby himself, and uh, Donnie Hengel. And we have a new patron, Mike Smith, is fronting for somebody else on the $3 tier, but thank you, Mike. We very much appreciate it. Whoever you're hiding in your wings, we appreciate you talking, Mike, and uh putting your name out there for us so thank you very very much we We're love you, you all now i'm going to run through this really quick because i got a whole lot of shit to uninstall reinstall and restart so here we go all right coffee break awesome Woo! <laughs>
on our Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash VT Network. We have three different tiers. That is $1 tier, which gets you a producer credit on every episode. The Marine Mental Minute, which is about to start back up this week. The Minute with DJ, which is going to start back up this week. It has just been really difficult, and we thank you all for sticking with us. We apologize sincerely. We have the $3 tier, which gets you a producer credit on every episode. Access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, A Minute with DJ and the Marine Mental Minute. Of course, the $5 tier is where you want to fucking be. By the way, I got your stickers in for this month. They were severely damaged by the post office. I'm so sorry. I had to reorder them. You're going to get a sticker bomb. Uh, You should have one arriving soon, and you're going to get another one as soon as I get these new stickers. That is not our fault. Uh, Honestly, I own when we fuck up, but these the, the, the envelope was just destroyed like the stickers were destroyed so i had to send them back and have them reprint it and i'm sorry for that so that is on us so you can oh, get God some damn. extras nice so the five dollar tier access to the monthly movie roast which we're going to be doing more of very very soon access to the post show name read out loud at the end of every episode episode which i just did the producer credit stickers every month giveaway every three months our next one is in january i'm in it with dj and the marine mental minute and all of that sin and done so uh patreon.com forward slash vt network if the monthly thing isn't your thing you could go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com and just give us a one-time deal and look at this if you join their text club you get 20 percent off your entire next order we have all these designs all these cool fucking designs including tv sets old school tv sets where's buck's body when you try to overcomplicate bullshit the brick logo from a former by the way guys a little hint a little hint if you want merch get this design apparently stranger things is coming after people this design of ours might not be up here much longer seriously yes uh, stranger things oh, netflix has already content struck us we're awaiting adjudication for it so uh this is a very rare design now guys so if you've always, if you've been waiting if you guys have been waiting for uh for some merch get this one before it disappears okay we're awaiting adjudication and uh final word on this so this is not going to be here much longer so get this while you can and of course it comes on all sorts of fucking products comes on mouse pads hats t-shirts uh hoodies fucking a shirts zip up hoodies stickers ipads skins phone cases phone wallets artboard prints framed art uh bath mats nice uh, <laughs> uh clocks tote bags backpacks coffee mugs fucking socks i don't remember putting it on socks but there it is all right there you go when you want to spend some lonely time on the fucking weekend with vt network there you go and fucking aprons so there you guys go it, it comes in all this and if you get more than seven dollars and you uh, think you can make me puke, send that receipt to vtnetwork84gmail.com. And once again, that is vtnetwork.redbubble.com. That design is going away, guys. So grab it while you can. Pick it uh, up. Buy it. <laughs> but uh, if you want to look us up, vtnetwork2 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And... Uh, yeah so with all that fucking said though we're gonna get the fuck out of here because i got a whole lot of uh stuff to reset podcast daddy where did your shirt go he's doing it for the men and the women of the of the channel this is your show yeah i mean if if it gets us more money 
Like I'll get down to, I'll get down to anything. I'm in my skibbies. I'll even take off the hat. I'll do a on whole... our on our Patreon. We have no censors, so he can do this shit buck naked, or with just a washcloth. Or you oh, know, I'll, his... I'll do like I'll do like a, a like the littlest fucking piece of cloth I can. Just get a piece of string tied around, and Shut I'll do the whole show. I'll <laughs> show me where you pissed from. Show me where you pissed from. <laughs> anyway, oh my god, yeah, that's in the fucking movie roast. <laughs> That was the entire movie roast. That was the, the entire thing. I mean, you show your feet on Twitch, he does, and uh, he's going to do it here. But we're going to get the fuck out of here and go to the post show because we got some shit. Stop. No, not for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They just got they just got the piggies. They didn't get the, the full. They, don't, get the they didn't see the tattoo on top of my foot. They don't get that. You get that in the Patreon post show. That's right. So we're going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, say goodnight, Gibby. Goodnight, Gibby. <laughs>